0: I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it.
1: Rise and shine, nerds.
0: You're tuned in to episode 449 of the Back Row Morning Show, proudly a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and chief radio nerd here at LTN. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd.
1: And I'm Mo, sidekick to the chief radio nerd, here to bring the facts and fire to your day. And I've got my coffee.
0: Today on the show, did the internet actually die six years ago?
1: Also on the show today, wrong kind of explosive package.
0: First, today is Monday, March 14th, 2022, and we got some holidays to celebrate.
1: That's right. It's National Potato Chip Day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: I love me a potato
1: chip. I do too.
0: What's your favorite, just like straight up plain potato chip?
1: Straight up now tell me it's gotta be baked. Lays potato chips,
0: baked Lays, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Toffee, thanks for that subscription, my friend.
1: Hey. Ding 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 ding.
0: Twelve months in a row—that's one year.
1: You have to ask.
0: <laughs>
1: Although he has his own bank account and everything now, so I should just like set it up to where it comes out of his money. Um. Yeah, baked Lays. Baked Lays. And then, and then, uh, no, salt and vinegar.
0: Okay, I'm not going for flavor. I just mean oh. straight baked Lays, normal. Original flavor. Baked Lay's. Baked Lay's. I'm a uh, Ruffles guy.
1: Ew. See, that's my least favorite. Really? Least favorite. Yep. I like Baked Lay's and then Wavy Lay's and then regular OG Lay's Lays and then Ruffles.
0: Wavy Lay's are pretty good, too. Now, if we're going favorite potato chip with flavor and everything, the uh, Hickory Barbecue Wavy Lay's are my favorite.
1: Mm -mm. I don't like any of the barbecue. They all are too sweet. Really? Uh Uh-huh. I like salt and vinegar, and that's it, (laughs) pretty much. Yeah. Hey, it's also National Napping Day.
0: I've wanted to take a nap all day today, and my daughter has not allowed it to happen. Yeah.
1: Today has been a good day for napping, but it hasn't happened. (laughs) No
0: happen napping. No napping happening.
1: All right. And it's National Learn About... Butterflies Day.
0: Is our fun fact going to be about butterflies? How'd you know? All right, uh-huh. look at you being on on the ball.
1: I am on the ball occasionally.
0: How was your last Just several weeks? Call me weeks? Cinderella. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: <laughs>
0: oh gosh.
1: Last several weeks have been fine. <laughs> there has not been anything. I'm about to make Matt go into a coughing fit. <clears throat> oh, Sorry. There's nothing, like, over-the-top exciting that has happened. Ask me next time we're together.
0: Oh, yeah. You're going to have a lot of stories. So, yeah, I, I accidentally told everybody for the I last know. several weeks that... I know. We've had all these breaks, and uh, but this will be the last one, and then we shouldn't have any more breaks for several weeks. And Yeah, I saw guess that what? comment,
1: and I was like, oh, man, Mo's, Mo's
0: going to be gone the next two weekends, but that doesn't mean we're not going to have Shows we're 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 okay we're we're working on something yeah it's going to involve our back row Discord buds yeah. um so we will have shows just Mo won't be in them for a couple weeks yeah which um you know we could all use a break from her sometimes so. <gasps> KY just said
1: sweet <laughs> to me not being Ooh,
0: rude
2: <laughs> rude
1: that's all right KY and I are actually trying to figure out how we can. Meet up with each other yeah,
0: on this I trip know. that you're going on. Uh-huh.
1: My mom is getting married.
0: <laughs> no, to new things. not to <laughs> you. No, I wasn't saying that. Uh, yep.
1: Anyway, so yeah, my mom my is getting, getting married. married. Yep. So we get to go out to Tennessee and
0: y'all making a, a meal of this trip. You're like, you're going to do a whole lot.
1: Well, not really. No, um, not as much as we normally do. So it's a 22 hour trip from here oh, to there. I didn't really think about that. Yes. So it takes us two days to get there and two days to get back. Every time Mm. we're going to be gone for a week. So what we're really doing is the kids and I, Chris, okay. Every year we go through this, Chris's contract is up for bid again Mm. on the base and they're in between contracts. We don't know if a company's picking it up or not. And so because of that, he doesn't have any days, any vacation days. Mm. Uh huh. So we're not sure exactly how he's going to get out there. Thankfully, from our Christmas trip, that was crazy. We each have $200 um, in American Airlines vouchers that he's going to use for his trip out there, and then he'll drive back with us. But the kids and I are leaving on Saturday and driving all day Saturday, all day Sunday, Hmm. and we'll be in Gatlinburg Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then... In the area that my mom is getting married in for Wednesday, the wedding is on Friday, and then we're starting the trip back home the you following wanna, you Saturday. You don't
0: want to give us the exact address so we can
1: I mean, crash the wedding?
0: listen. Just like you gave out all of her personal information for it's, her birthday a few years ago?
1: It's at the VFW <laughs> in somewhere East Tennessee, so <laughs> you figure it out. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, I'm excited about that. I'm very, very, very excited, but i I'm also already exhausted.
0: <laughs> so,
1: anyway. Well, that's cool. Uh-huh.
0: Um, we've uh we've been sick. So, as you can tell, I'm yeah. sick again. Yeah. Uh, apparently, this is happening like all over the nation now that uh school mask mandates have lifted. Yeah. All these kids are coming home with colds, giving it to the entire family.
1: I had no idea that would
0: happen. And because <laughs> all of our immune systems are basically nil because we haven't had to fight off anything for the last 2 years, Aside from COVID, we're uh getting wrecked. See,
1: y'all y'all were giving me a hard time and by y'all I mean y'all all were giving me a hard time for not wearing my mask. And look <laughs> look at me. Just absolute epitome of
0: health. <laughs> Until after this recording when you've caught what I have. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna throw my London fog on you if <laughs> enjoy, that's the case.
0: Enjoy your trip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. But no, that was it. Was it was uh, bad for like two days. Like Eli had it first. He came home, and uh, he was supposed to have like a birthday party on Saturday, but Friday night he had a fever of a and three. And we're like, oh gosh, and so we wound up having to do like a drive, you know, come drive by and say hi kind of thing. And we had cupcakes that we handed out to the. his friends that came by and dropped off gifts and whatever and gave them their little goodie bags, everything they would have done. And so he sat in the back of uh, Dater's van, <laughs> We had balloons all around it, had his little throne, but of course it was cold and windy out. And so that wasn't good for him either. Um.
1: Hey, can I just say prior to COVID, that would have never been like,
0: Never would have been an, even a thought. Yeah. Like who would have done that? Yeah. Right, exactly. It worked okay. And uh he you know, he was he was happy with it. We could have postponed it under normal circumstances, but uh he was going to and he's there right now, going with uh my father in law and um my my nephew to a NASCAR race in Arizona. Mm. One that just happened uh, this past weekend, and so they're coming back. they should be back uh either tonight or tomorrow and uh yeah, it's gonna it was a cool he he got better enough in time to go on that, so yeah, that was good, but just as he was getting better, the rest of the family caught it of course, and now I'm just dealing with this cough, but it's a pain in the butt,
1: well, and then you know he's gonna come home fully better mm-hmm. and just catch it from you all again. again yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Fun. You know, that's how it works.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. No one really, really talks about that when you have kids. No. You're sick all the time. Yeah. But you are.
1: Sick and sleep deprived. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to those of you out there who are thinking about becoming parents, do it. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) So anyway,
0: this week you're going to hear my voice kind of belabored and I'll probably be coughing in the background quite a bit and I apologize for that, but if you could just bear with me. I think we'll have some good shows for you. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, we've got your weird news for the day.
1: Stick around.
2: What's up, nerds? I'm Julian Jamar, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. The Batman movie. Vengeance, thy name is Robert Pattinson. Buckle up, Batman fans. This one is intense. Buy all the snacks you need to fortify you for three hours of blood, lies, corruption, malice, whisper fighting, whisper talking, car chases, motorcycle chases, and motorcycle car chases just to mix things up. Fans of DC's Darker Tone will enjoy this flick to the max. Every ounce of darkness that could be squeezed in was... The actual film is so dark we still can't prove robert pattinson wouldn't have sparkled in daylight there was no daylight this burning question must live on in the adolescent corners of our minds paul dano plays the sadistic serial killer the riddler he is creepy men and power are his targets and it takes batman and gotham's finest well over half the movie to discover the pattern the hunting ground and his motivation batman calls himself vengeance in this film His character also varies from previous iterations in that he is even more dark, more broody, and much younger, and has almost no interest in carrying on his Bruce Wayne life. He is goth all the way down to the architecture of Wayne Manor. He also spends quite a lot of time processing crime scenes with Gotham's police force, who vacillate between blaming him for the crimes and being glad he's there. He and Gordon intensely whisper to each other pretty much the entire time. He is the same old Batman in that he doesn't carry a gun, still has Alfred as his sidekick, and of course falls tragically in love. Speaking of which, Zoe Kravitz plays Catwoman and is heavily featured, which is fun. What good is a broody emo hero without a pretty girl to risk his life for? She saves him a bit too. Her character doesn't get much of an arc, but she does appear to break baddish toward the very end in keeping with her usual persona. Content warning for nerdy families wanting to watch together. It's rated PG-13 for intense scenes of after-the-violence violence. violence. The brutal nature of the death of each character is quite clear, but deaths happen off-screen. One F-bomb is also dropped, so do with that information what you will. Once again, I'm Julian Jamar, and this has been Reviews of the Nerds. You can catch all my movie reviews on JulianJamar.com.
0: morning show i'm radio matt
1: and i'm mo and hey make sure you're following us on all the socials we're on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok just search for at the back row ltn and connect with us
0: let's uh let's do our fact of the day mo you oh, got a fact yeah. for us
1: sorry i always forget even oh, hold on mm-hmm. yep okay Are you ready? Yeah. Butterflies' wings are far more complex than what most of us realize. Butterflies actually have four separate wings, not just two. The wings closest to its head are called the four wings, while those in the rear are called the hind wings. Thanks to strong muscles in the butterfly's thorax, all four wings move up and down in a figure eight pattern during flight. Butterflies frequently use their wings as a defense mechanism, either by folding to blend in with their surroundings or wearing a full spectrum of colors and patterns that frighten their predators.
0: Okay. So they have four wings mm-hmm. and two of those wings are four wings. No. Yeah. That's
1: not what I called them. Yeah. I called them. Oh, oh, yeah. Four wings. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Two of the wings are four wings, while the others are hind wings. Two yeah, of the four
0: good. wings are four wings. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, you're right. Good job.
0: Smart I'm Alec. confused.
1: Smart Alec. <laughs> anyway, my kid is laughing in chat that I said rear. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, oh my that's my fact.
0: All right. Well, now it's over to our weird news desk.
1: Here's a news story that you might not have heard yet.
0: Suspicious packages at Tuscaloosa Courthouse were Taco Bell, police say. Two suspicious packages found on the steps of the federal courthouse last Monday morning in Tuscaloosa were just Taco Bell orders. Police report. Tuscaloosa police were called to the courthouse just after 8 a.m. on Monday After employees reported two suspicious packages on the building's front steps, according to social media posts by the law enforcement agency, police said the perimeter was set up around the courthouse. Streets were temporarily blocked off uh, to vehicle and pedestrian traffic. And after investigation, Tuscaloosa Police Department's hazardous device unit determined the boxes were just Taco Bell deliveries. The investigation revealed the boxes contained what we identified as a delivery order containing a taco and burrito cravings pack from Taco Bell. (laughs) It had been customized to include an assortment of regular and Doritos Locos tacos, along with four beefy five-layer burritos. Why did we need to know all this information? They're being uh, they're, they're being being really goofy thorough. now. Yeah. No,
1: they're being silly.
0: <laughs> Bubba Groves are reopened around 820. Uh, the tacos and burritos have been safely d- disposed of in a dumpster behind TPD headquarters, police said.
1: Where they belong. <laughs> First of all, I just want to know, was it... <laughs> misdelivered was
0: it delivered to well, the I mean, wrong
1: place and then the people
0: tr- i mean there's two they were two and it sounds like they were in different locations even like they weren't just like next to each other maybe they were i don't know to me it sounded like they were separate like why would you have <laughs> i feel yeah i feel like they just drop it off yeah <laughs> is the wrong address
1: maybe I'm like oh like is this This seems like a great place. This is where we bring children that we don't want. So we might as well bring deliveries that we don't want here as well.
0: (laughs) Instructions say leave it on the step. (laughs) All right. Yep. mm -hmm. Must be a judge. (laughs) Something.
1: I guess. I don't know. There's a lot
0: of steps out here. This
1: isn't an order I want to get wrong. (laughs) They have the ability to put me in prison. (laughs) Yep.
0: Oh man, you know what? What? There's hardly anything better than just a Doritos Locos taco.
1: Ugh.
0: I had one of those the other day. I can think so of a th- good.
1: thousand things
0: better. It's like the only thing you can have from Taco Bell that's not, you know, I mean, you can have a lot of things from Taco Bell on keto, but like the only thing that you can have unaltered from Taco Bell on keto because it's just 10 carbs for one. So if you just, if you've saved all your carbs up, You can have two Doritos Logos Tacos. And uh, they're dang good. They're worth it. All right, let's take another quick break.
1: When we come back, we dive into our main topic.
0: Stick around. We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize intentional community. Join our Facebook group by searching for Love Thy Nerd Community. And if you not only like us, but you like, like us, like us, you should join our Discord server at lovethynerd.com discord and jump in on some of our game night streams. Bottom line, we want to hang out with you. Come join us.
1: All the podcast apps subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review or don't. We're not your parents, and we won't be mad, just disappointed.
0: This week, we're talking about the state of AI in 2022. By first taking a look at an older conspiracy theory that has been rising in popularity lately, again, the dead internet theory. You heard about this at all?
1: No, mm -mm. I don't even know what you're talking about. What's the internet?
0: This one's one's fun. The Internet is dead, according to the Internet. It's a contradictory statement, I know. This is uh, an article from the Daily Free Press by Annie Sheehan. How can an entity that is alive claim that it is deceased? But a growing number of online communities believe the Internet died sometime between 2016 and 2017. And has since been taken over by bots that are spreading seemingly lifeless content that big tech and the government created in attempts to manipulate culture en masse. If this is starting to seem like a conspiracy theory, you're correct. This alleged phenomenon has been dubbed the dead internet theory. Uh, The writer says, I first read about this as an article from The Atlantic titled, Maybe You Miss It, But the Internet Died Five Years Ago, which offered a deep dive into the strange, outlandish ideology filled with deep fakes, artificial intelligence, and government psyops. Um, Let's see here. So that she goes on to actually talk about a uh, Reddit post, and I have that post here. So this Redditor brought up uh, a whole bunch of, of weird things that they've seen, mm. mostly on the boards and like 4chan and all these other kind of things. And said, I'd like to talk or rather tell you about a certain suspicion, hunches, and experiences I've had. And I'm sure some of you have as well. Similar themes have been written about... Uh, across image boards quite a few times So I know I'm not alone in this I've seen it all I started going on 4chan in 2006 And I followed all the natural roads This implies I'm in my 30s and I remember when 4chan had An uh, L board When CO was a trial board Shunned by basically everyone uh, On and on and on Basically just establishing that they've been around Knowing all this, the ins and outs Of how uh, 4chan went I was also among the first right wingers who were such uh, who were such before it was cool, and I've seen the uh, the poll board, politics board rise and fall. I was there when it mattered. But rather than saying these things out uh, of pleasure, I wish to stress that I've acquired a set of observational skills which other genuine people share. I'm aware you are no you have no reason to trust my credentials, but I hope you'll read this in good faith. Much of this falls squarely in the fringe territory with a healthy healthy dosage of conspiracy theory. I am cleaning up the language of this a little bit. Mm -hmm. My goal by posting this seemingly jumbled mess is to, how can I put it? I want you to think, I want you to be aware to digest all of this, because on a basic level, I love you all. I feel like we're all in this together, this dangerous game we did not choose to play, and which I think is kicking into high gear. I do not hold many answers, and I don't have all the pieces of the puzzle, but I am aware there is a puzzle. Please feel free to go wild with all of this. Post it wherever you want, on whatever site you want or use. I'm nobody like you, or I am a nobody like you, and what matters to me is only that this reaches you and as many people as possible. At worst, you'll be entertained or kill time. I tried to break this mess into points for brevity and structure uh, because uh, I touch on many subjects, so let's um, jump into here. The Internet feels empty and devoid of people. It's also devoid of content. Compared to the Internet of, say, 2007, the Internet of today is entirely sterile. There's nowhere to go and nothing to do, see, read, or experience anymore. It's all imploded into a handful of normal sites and these empty husks we inhabit. Yes, the Internet may seem gigantic, but it's like a hot air balloon with nothing inside. Some of this is absolutely the fault of corporations and government entities. However, that doesn't explain the following. I used to be in perpetual contact with a solid number of people across multiple sites. And across the years, each and every one of them vanished without a trace. None of them were into anything even remotely questionable or controversial, yet they all simply vanished in a puff of smoke. No matter the site, no matter the communication platform, there was no goodbye, there was no explanation. I've seen the same threads, the same pictures, the same replies reposted over and over across the years to the point of me seeing it as unremarkable. Simply put, thread A would be posted in, say, 2015, and we get a share of replies and pics. And then that very same thread with the same text, the same pictures, the same replies would appear in 2016 and beyond. This often happens in the same year multiple times as well. <clears throat> um, let's see why recycle a completely innocent thread who is doing this and why stuff like this won't be noticed by your average poster perhaps but I and other people who have been in this for a while will ine- inevitably notice it I think I saw the same thing happen on other non imageboard sites but I can't vouch for it as strongly as the above because of the time I spend there which is not much what I do vouch for is the news I've seen the news about this and that new and unusual or shocking event year after year after year. But it's the same event, usually some sort of weird moon phenomenon or an asteroid. Now, that one stuck out to me a lot. Mm -hmm. Because it really has been just since about 2015, we've been hearing blood moons and blue moons. And it's always counted as like something that only happens once every so, you know, several Uh, hundred years. Right. And yet there's like a new one every year. Yeah. And I've never remember hearing any of this, ever. As a child. As yeah. a child. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right, so that one was interesting to me. Roughly in 2016 and early 2017, 4chan was filled with posts by someone or something. It wasn't spam. The conversations uh, with it were in real time across multiple boards and multiple threads simultaneously. Simultaneously. Uh, its English was grammatically correct, but odd. I'm not a native English speaker, and I am thus sensitive to its misuse. Similar to how a Japanese person may use it. A sense of childlike curiosity and a childlike intellect emanated from these posts. It posed a lot of questions, usually if trying to understand the emotions of the poster it was talking to, as if unfamiliar with human emotions. Communicating with this poster was an odd experience. I could sense something was off, but not malicious. I'm absolutely certain this was an AI of some sort. This poster was active only for about a week. And as far as I know, nobody has ever mentioned or noticed this anon. Its replies were always on topic, but the above-mentioned childishness clashed with the apparent knowledge it possessed. It was the knowledge of an adult person, so it wasn't a kid or something of the sort. Algorithm fiction. Uh, Superhero stuff, Hollywood stuff, music. Have you noticed how sterile fiction has become? How it caters to the lowest common denominator and follows the same template over and over again? How music is just auto-tunes and basic blandness. The writer's strike never ended. Algorithms and computer programs are manufacturing modern fiction. No human being is behind these things. This is why anime looms so large. Even a simple uh, anime has heart because there's actually people behind it, and we intuitively feel this. Fake people, not NPCs, YouTube people who talk about this or that, and quite possibly many politicians, actors, and so forth, may not actually exist. In fact, I'm sure of it. CGI and deepfakes are far more advanced than we are led to believe, and we can't trust our eyes anymore. Many people, events, news, and so on may be wholly fictional. The internet on your smartphone is not the same internet as on your PC. Try it out for yourself. Go to a popular website with a lot of traffic. Any site with a massive user base and fast content will do. Spend a few days randomly checking it out on your PC and your phone. You'll soon notice that from time to time, at irregular intervals, as far as I've witnessed, the same site as seen on your phone will be wholly different than the version on your PC. Entire threads, numerous and well-replied, will be on one, but not the other. The whole board will be different. My last suspicion is easier to take in. I have a feeling that we're in a strange kind of civil war, an internal one. I think Zuckerberg and other tech guys were all on 4chan as Anons at some point, maybe even now. And they drew from the same well as us, but went in their own direction. Roughly in 2016, early 2017, I'm absolutely certain this was an AI of some sorts. All right, so the timeline that he has laid out here in this post... 2004, DARPA's lifelong project was canceled. Facebook came into being soon after. 2004 to 2012, NSA picked up DARPA's project under the 2004 to 2012, NSA picked up DARPA's project under the Total Information Awareness Project. 2012, Smith-Mund Modernization Act gives U.S. government full legal authority to use propaganda against its own populace, undoing rules put into place after Operation Mockingbird's discovery and the Church Committee. 2012 to 2016, uh, DARPA NSA contacts were given to Google, Facebook, Amazon, etc. 2016, leaked memos dating back to 2016 found in 2018 uh, of Google's Selfish Ledger Project. 2016, Google released a bunch of neuro linguistic machine learning programs in 2016. 2017, deep fake leaks start to become released. 2018, confirmed that for decades now, Reddit, YouTube, etc., vote and view counts are fake and completely manipulated. I mean, basically, all it's saying here is that the people that we interact with online are all kind of kept in pens. So we have Facebook. Mm -hmm. We have Twitter. Mm -hmm. We have Instagram and TikTok. These are all obviously real people, Mm -hmm. but not all of them. Like, our interactions are going to be here. Think about before Facebook, before MySpace even, really. What did you do on the Internet? Research. Yeah. And, like, when you were going to goof around, you went anywhere. You went anywhere and everywhere. You paved your own way. Nobody, not everybody didn't all go to one central place every time. Like, you would find a chat room on some website or whatever that you'd go to. You'd find a game site. You'd find all these other things. Now we have, like, five sites and apps that pretty much all of us use. Yeah. And so, like, when it was talking about, the like guy was talking about it, it, you know, the Internet seems large, but it's like a hot air balloon. Nothing's on the inside. Yeah. That's what I feel like. I'm like, I'll sit on my phone, and I'll be on, I'll scroll TikTok a little bit, and I'll close it. Then I'll open Facebook, and then I'll catch up there. And I'm like, all right, well, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. What else is on the Internet? Yeah. <laughs> you know? We're we're kinda stuck in these pins and everything else, including who's running all those websites, are all geared towards um, manipulating us. Yeah. For one purpose or another. And that most of the internet is actually just run by artificial intelligence.
1: Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's not really that hard to believe.
1: No, it's not. It's really not. It's disappointing.
0: <laughs> now i don't I don't necessarily like a lot of this thinks it's a uh, joint government and uh corporation thing and you know like with all conspiracy theories under that, that grand that would require millions of people to be in on this secret and not give it up mm-hmm And so I don't really think I I think that government and many corporations, even social media corporations, are actually constantly at battle. Um, Like there's hardly a a quarter of a year that goes by where we don't have the Facebook CEO or the Twitter CEO or the YouTube CEO, you know, having to come before a Senate committee for this, that, or other possible violation that they've done to the you know the community of the world at large. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how far that goes. Yeah, but. uh, the idea is, is certainly frightening.
1: <laughs> it is. About. It really is.
0: And so, I'm, like I said, I don't think it goes that far, but I do think that it is at least partially true that we are being a bit trained into what we're going to do online, how we're going to spend our time, and what we're going to let influence us. Mm-hmm.
1: It's something that I've never even considered, something that I've never put two thoughts towards to make all the points connect, but now that it is in front of me
0: <laughs>
1: and it has been presented in a very exhaustive list, it is too obvious to kind of disagree with.
0: Right. Now, it did get into a lot of weirder things, like a lot of people that we see don't actually exist. Right. Like real people. Yes. I'm not sure that's exactly true.
1: Well...
0: I mean, deep fake technology can be pretty good, but... <sighs> it's also very difficult. Yeah. Like even Disney can't pull off great deep fakes. True. <laughs> as we've seen with uh, Mandalorian and whatnot. But uh I mean as we get closer and closer to that though, to that technology, the idea that this could happen in the full form that it's laid out here seems very plausible. Mhm. If not likely.
1: Yeah. Mhm. <laughs> Agreed. Did, did you
0: ever see the movie uh, Simone? No. It's kind of like a dark comedy. Uh,
1: no, I don't
0: think so. It was a dark comedy where a director basically got fed up with dealing with actors and actresses. And so he created a a fake computer generated actress to star in all of his movies. Interesting. And then when he decided, he and she got very popular, he had to create like fake... TV interviews and fake photo shoots and all this using, you know, technology like we have now. And when he got tired of it, he tried to just stop. And he was then accused of murdering her and hiding the body (laughs) because she was nowhere to be found. And so the rest of the movie was him having to prove that she was a fake computer program. Never really existed. Wow. Yeah. And this came out a decade or more ago. I mean... The idea has been out there for a while.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, so, you know, again, a lot of, lot of weird stuff. It said uh, training AI, like, to be people. You know, people that have been in these boards, seemingly people, but they kind of talk childish as if they don't quite understand English.
1: Uh-huh. Like,
0: like it's a computer. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how far to take that. But uh, I feel like it's more... More likely that it's not full of AI, but it's full of um, pre-programmed bots designed to put us places. So to lead us places.
1: You know all of those messages that we used to get that like come from some some person from some foreign country. Uh-huh. All those Facebook messages that. Yeah. I, I'm kind of feeling like that. That was
0: <laughs> maybe that was training.
1: I'm like. Not a real person. Some sort of AI. I don't know what their purpose was. (laughs) They were vetting us to see. Mm.
0: And uh, we just did a uh, rewind last week. And part of that rewind was the conversation we had about the the 10-year challenge on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And how the theory was that it was training Facebook to... Uh, determine how people age, yes. and it was also making a database of our faces.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. yeah, which now they claim that they have deleted all the databases mm-hmm. of everybody's faces.
1: Sure.
0: Yeah. Um, there's a cool website too called uh, I think it's This Person Doesn't Exist. Yeah, This Person Doesn't Exist. dot com. And you go to that website, and it'll bring up a picture of a person. This person is not real. This is not a real photo. This is a computer-generated photo. And every time you go there, it'll be a completely different face, completely different photo. It all looks like a very real person, but none of them are real. And so when it comes to still kind of deep fakes or even just computer-generated people uh, in still images, we're already there because all these look like real people. Right? Mm-hmm. None of these look wonky at all. Go to com when you get a chance, listener. And just keep refreshing it. You'll get a new picture every time of someone who looks exactly like a person, but who's not a person. It's very weird. It's just I'm just like sitting
1: that. here waiting for somebody's picture to come up that I I know. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, they're wrong. <laughs>
0: So really what we're at, I think, right now is that we have a lot of bots designed to amplify things, but I don't think we have actual artificial intelligence pretending to be real people. Uh, At least not in a way that's going to trick us for long or trick us en masse.
1: At least not in a way that's super obvious. (laughs) Maybe.
0: Maybe. So this week we are going to be talking about what the state of AI is in 2022. Um, So, if the internet isn't dead, just how much of the world is AI?
1: We'll be back with more. Stick around! Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show. I'm Mo.
0: And I'm Radio Matt. Before we go, we want to share our poll for the week.
1: It's been a solid two years of the COVID-19 struggle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we were just curious, how many times have you caught COVID?
0: Yeah, we asked this poll uh, a long time ago now, because this was actually for a couple weeks ago. Uh, we asked that we gave you four options. I've never had it. Once. Twice or three or more times. Three times a lady. You Got 103 people respond. What do you think the number one was? Once. Once. Forty-three point seven percent said they had it one time. In second place, thirty-nine point eight said they've never had it. I mean, kind of hard to believe that nobody's had it. Or there are people that haven't had it. According to many people,
1: to all documentation.
0: Yeah. I've never had it. That's true. Technically, me neither. I'd like definitely had it, but I tested negative for yeah, it. Uh-huh.
1: So, yeah. Uh huh. So, yeah.
0: my wife did. I'm sick right now. I don't want to give you a high five. Do you want it? Yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: Good grief.
0: Right into my hand. Uh. <laughs> Now dip your hand in your scalding (laughs) coffee to disinfect it. No, I've already done that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, y'all should have seen Mo struggle with her her London fog earlier. It's like somehow they filled it up beyond the brim of the cup. Yeah. It started just overflowing out of nowhere like a magic trick. (laughs) And it would not stop.
1: So the lid was on and it was kind of seeping down from the top of the lid, which, you know, sometimes that happens. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. No big deal. So I went to take the lid off and when I took the lid off and I told Matt, I was so glad that he was there to witness this because nobody would believe it if I were alone. But when I took the lid off, it just poured out of the side of the cup from the top of the cup, just everywhere.
0: Yeah, and it kept going. Like yeah. it was it was a steady stream coming out for a good while. Yeah. Like a solid 20 seconds. Like how is it how is there this much excess? Cuz you I, weren't squeezing it or anything no. either. You were just what do I do? <laughs> you were frozen.
1: As hot London fog is <laughs> pouring, pouring down, down, down hand. my hand. Uh-huh, yes. Uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it was a 10 paper towel cleanup job. Yeah. So I mean, it was,
0: it was quite the adventure. Yeah, Mo was <laughs> glad I saw it because otherwise everyone was like, "Mo's lying again."
1: Uh huh. Nothing's ever goes. her fault. Exaggerating another story? <laughs> sure, I'm. I'm sure it just leaked <laughs> a little bit. All right.
0: <laughs> yes, the cup was full beyond being full. <laughs> it was too full. Yeah. Sure, Mo. Sure. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. That's for the day. <laughs>
1: Our verse for the day is Psalm 23, 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, (sighs) they comfort me.
0: Goodness, it got me. Gracious sakes. Let's read that verse one more time and I'll splice it in.
1: All right. Psalm 23, 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me.
0: And that's going to do it for the back row with Matt and Mo. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and hope you'll join us again for our next show.
1: Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially.